Hi, everyone. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 7 of Morning Matcha. I'm here today with Vanessa Cuccia, who's the founder and creator of Shock Rubs, the original crystal sex toy company. Hi, Vanessa. Hi. So thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's so nice to be here in New York, and it's such a nice day, and it is. I'm so glad this worked out. Me too. Really glad. So I want to get into all things Shock Rubs, but I want to first start with... Like, obviously, I want to figure out how it all started for mm-hmm. you and what your background is. Mm-hmm. And um, I know that you worked at a sex toy shop and you also lived with, is it a spiritual teacher? Teacher, yeah. yeah. So tell me how you ended up at the sex toy shop because that's not like a normal job, you know? Yeah. And so, how were you open enough to find a, a job like that and um what you learned and what just like bridging into chakras definitely I well when I moved out to LA um I was pursuing a career in music I'm a musician actually so I had a lot of odd jobs I worked as a fairy for children's birthday parties every weekend dressing up and you know doing little tea parties and I worked at um the school of rock um teaching music And, um, so I did a bunch of little odd jobs like that. And, um, when I was taking the job at the pleasure chest, the sex toy shop, I saw that they were hiring on like a Facebook post. And at that time I was getting out of a relationship that I had been in for six years, um, realizing that I was basically in a sexually abusive relationship without really acknowledging that. And so I realized that I had these sexual traumas and I wanted to heal. Mm -hmm. And part of that process was being open to learning about sexuality. Mm -hmm. So this job at the sex toy store was really perfect because everybody at the pleasure chest is so sex positive, extremely knowledgeable. And I was working in the back in the web order fulfillment section. Mm -hmm. So I was talking to customers on the phone and uh, reading all the books um, on sexuality that they had when things were slow. And I was also living with um, a spirituality teacher um, who had a really really popular program on YouTube. And, um, he ended up living with me and taught me a lot about energy healing and crystals and the chakra system. And how was that? That was just randomly happened that you guys kind of randomly, a friend of mine sent me one of his videos on YouTube and I loved it. And, and, um, then he put the word out that he was going to be traveling through LA And I reached out and was like, you can stay with me. I had a spare bedroom. So, so yeah, he lived with me for a while and we just, you know, talked, talked a lot about things. And I was trying to open up, uh, this, you know, my spirituality, I had closed it off for so long, um, because when I was young, my mother had gone through a spiritual awakening that like kind of scared me and like our family, which is like a whole other thing. We have to hear about that. (laughs) So that was a big part of like, I had been closed off for very long. So I was going through a lot of, um, awakenings, you know, spiritually, sexually. And then at the sex toy store, I, you know, had access to all these amazing products. I had everything under the sun, Mm -hmm. but I 
couldn't connect on an emotional level to any of the products. And I realized that I needed more than a great orgasm or whatever. I needed to reconnect to my body since I had been learning subconsciously to disassociate from my body during sex with Mm -hmm. my boyfriend. So it was just one night when I was with my spiritual friend and we went to this woman's house and she had a bunch of crystals and it's, I mean, it's a little out there, but I basically, it was very much a eureka moment where I just felt like the crystals were like chakras. It fell into my head Mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, I, I could use, um, crystal as a material for sex toys. And that would give me what I was needing, which was that emotional support and spiritual opening, you know? So I just thought of that name right there. And that's incredible. Yeah. started. And had you known about, um, Yoni eggs and people using Jade eggs previously? No, I actually hadn't heard about that Mm -hmm. until after I started chakras and, um, you know, it was very, I was very much so about the the pleasure aspect. And then, um, yeah, people started asking, do you have yoni eggs? So I started wow. providing those to my customers as well. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. Okay, let's go back really quick to your mom's spiritual awakening because okay. I'm so curious <laughs> about that. And maybe you can tell us a little bit about your childhood too. And yeah. if that had anything to do with any of your sexual traumas or... It does. I mean, I think that everything in my life kind of led up to mm-hmm. me creating this uh, company because... Um, I mean, I, I talk about how living on Long Island, we lived near the bluffs and my family would go and, you know, we would crack open geodes on the beach. And that was like my first introduction to crystals. And I loved that. And that really spoke to this part of me that wanted magic to be real. Mm -hmm. And then discovering like these crystalline structures and these seemingly ordinary rocks Mm -hmm. was real magic to me as a child. So that stuck with me. And then, um, in, around 1992, I was four years old and my mother started having, um, uh, paranormal experiences where she would basically, um, the language gets, gets fuzzy because she doesn't use certain language. We don't, you know, say anything is definitely what it is because when you talk about spiritual things, you know, it's very, so anyway, she, she started having experiences that led her to be very clairvoyant and she, our whole family started seeing things basically in our house, helicopters, black helicopters would circle our house in the neighborhood. We're like, oh yeah, like actual helicopters where the neighbors would be like, what's going on with your house? So, um, she, she was channeling music actually. And she, um, came out with some meditation music and a concept CD called abduction. So that kind of gives you a little bit of insight as to what it was about, but that's really her story to tell, but it was, you know, in the house, it was, we were very open to talking about things that we cannot see. And yet, and your parents are together or uh, they're not together anymore, but but at the time, at the time they were, and and everyone was kind of on the same level. Oh yeah. I mean, we knew something very strange was going on and my mother became basically a spokesperson because many people had similar experiences at that time that also had three daughters, which my mother does. And just a lot of weird, weird things. So we were all open to the fact that there's things out there that you 
can't see all yeah. the time. Um, but I think that being that I was so young and it was like this mystery that was basically never solved, I kind of shut down a part of my own spirituality. And so a reason why crystals always attracted me was because there's something tangible I could touch, be connected mm. to spirituality, but I could see it. And, you know, when I was young, I would like pray like, okay, spirits, if you're going to like show yourself to me, come to my dreams so that I'm not scared. Like Aww. I was scared to see, yeah. see things, you know, I'm still scared. <laughs> <laughs> like last night I couldn't sleep because we just like started following this guy on Twitter uh -huh. who apparently has a ghost living in his house. Oh but, yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. It's scary. I mean, I know. you know, there's, there's so much that we don't know and yeah. So mm -hmm. I understand. Wow. So you shut that part off, but the crystals were what really spoke to you and what yeah. kept that part of you kind of alive and curious. Yeah. It yeah. just, for me, it's, it was something I like that I could hold a crystal in my hand and feel connected to uh, spirit and yet be very grounded. So they're mm -hmm. very grounding, you know, which is an element that yeah. I like. So how did you um, go ahead and like develop the chakras and create all the, you know, I love the size of the yoni eggs. Like I, okay. I use it personally right. and I love that it's drilled because mm -hmm. I put the um, hemp beeswax, mm -hmm. is it hemp beeswax, yeah. mm -hmm. beeline, in the, through it. And it really, like, makes me feel confident that it's not going to get stuck <laughs> or freaky. But Good. Um, I want to learn more about, yeah, the development process yeah, sure. after that initial, like, I know that I need to do this yeah. feeling that you had. And then, um, yeah. So. Sure. So... Right. So I came up with the concept when I was, you know, living with the spiritual teacher and working at the sex toy store. And I just knew that this is what I was going to do. So I started talking to people about it. I started allowing it. It's funny because the business side of it is actually something that I really like too, because mm -hmm. it was very, you know, attracting energy to me working with the crystals, you know, on, on yeah. a business level. So I started, it, it was just so innate in me I knew that this was what I had to do it was as if the crystals were telling me it's our time to start you know helping the divine feminine awakening or whatever mm -hmm. and so a lot of it was just acknowledging this is what I'm doing started speaking to people about it developing more of the ethos and what was important and why this was needed in our society and in the world and um, then I moved up to Santa Cruz actually, because if you remember, I said I moved to LA in the first place to pursue music. Mm -hmm. So I actually moved up to Santa Cruz because I was invited to live in a shared house with other musicians. Wow! And so at this house in Santa Cruz, we lived basically on a huge like quartz crystal <gasps> rock and in the redwood forest and no internet or, you know, Wow. whatever. And we, I met this amazing group of people and specifically these women that inspired me so much just from being themselves. And we would sit in circles and discuss the different kinds of crystals that we thought would be beneficial for us and the shapes we we drew all the designs I still have my notebook with mm -hmm. everybody like drew a little picture of what shape they would want mm -hmm. and so it started then and then I finally after a lot of research I got the first prototypes and everybody tried it out the first prototypes and it was amazing everybody yeah. liked it made some tweaks here and there and 
then I moved back to New York shortly after that and really went forward with the business side. That's so cool. <laughs> I love how Shockrubs is so inclusive and like the branding is like, even though it's a ritual and it's very like, like ethereal, mm -hmm. the branding is so strong. Thank you. And I, I just love how kind of like edgy it is too. Thank you. So I'm curious if, that was something you knew you wanted to do or, or, you know, how did that happen? Yeah, that was very intentional. I feel like something that makes Shockrub so strong is the branding because, um, it's more, it's funny because it's, it's more digestible. Mm -hmm. The spiritual aspect of it is more digestible to people who may be, um, interested in, uh, subtle energy systems and things like that. But, have feel that importance of the aesthetic, which is very important to mm -hmm. me. So I, I love a huge reason why I love crystals is just because of their beauty and yeah. that's okay. And mm -hmm. so whenever I was learning myself about crystals or energy or chakra systems, I felt like, why is everything <laughs> so freaking cheesy yeah. about this stuff? Like, you know, I was very like, I love, I love the meaning behind it. I love, um, you know, everything that, that is available to us in, in an information yeah. on an information side. But when it comes to attracting people, I think it's important to have that aesthetic element. Mm -hmm. So I knew that the way that I branded was going to be, you know, so Next important level, yeah. and what, you know, just how, how I would be attracted to learning something like this, which, mm -hmm. you know, it's really about bringing it into the mainstream and making it accessible and relevant to everybody. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really interesting to also talk about, um, a lot of people like that you might think that it's cool, but how do you like open their world up to it and to trying it? And I think, that's a next step that maybe people are, it's too, super hard for them to take. Yeah. And I'm just curious how it, I mean, I'm sure it's obviously like they'll just come upon it when it's their time. Yeah. But I think it's really interesting because we sell it in our store. Mm -hmm. People are like, what is this? I'm like <laughs> sex toys, but obviously I'll explain it to them a little yeah. more, but yeah, I'm just curious. Yeah. How. There's a lot to it and there's different, um, there's different avenues to, walk somebody, you know, down when talking about shock rubs, depending on what resonates with them. Mm -hmm. So for example, if somebody is like crystals are bullshit and it's, you know, I don't, you know, healing energy, like that doesn't make sense to me. Mm -hmm. I say, that's okay. You don't have to actually feel a crystal vibrating in your hand to benefit from a shock rub. You can look at it in a more logical sense by understanding how your subconscious mind works. And when you give an object, an intention and a meaning, you're strengthening that idea every time that you look at it, every time that you touch it. Mm -hmm. So even if you don't subscribe to crystal healing energy, it's hard to deny that your subconscious mind is so powerful. And if you see, okay, a rose quartz represents self-love, keeping my heart open Every time now you reach for your chakra and you're ready to have a session, as I call mm -hmm. it, with the chakra, you are strengthening that idea of keeping your heart open to love and all that stuff. So you're going to attract it no matter what. Yeah. So if somebody's not necessarily like 
vibing you know <laughs> yeah. yeah you i'll say it's so true you know go through go for a more um logical stance and but yeah i never try to force yeah. this on anybody if you're not open to it then it's not my place to try to get you to open to it mm -hmm. if you want to be open to it then i will lead the way but i'm not about you know trying to make somebody believe in something that just doesn't resonate with yeah. them what's your overall mission with chakra so I, I i feel that there's something so much deeper than just the crystals themselves so i'm curious coming from you um there's a lot a big part of the mission i feel like was accomplished it's now in the mainstream it's mm -hmm. now accepted as a thing and it's just given more attention that okay it's okay to need something more an emotional connection to even an object and mm -hmm. it's okay to come out of the spirituality closet and and acknowledge that we do feel energy and it's okay to to be mindful about who and what you put inside of your body and it's at the end of the day it's mainly about acceptance mm -hmm. so ex, you know for me it was a lot about accepting i am spiritual accepting i am sexual accepting i have darkness in me accepting i'm a giver of love you know as much as possible all these things it's about acceptance and and healing, you know, sexual trauma. I want to get to as many people as possible that would benefit from doing something really positive for themselves through crystal healing. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot. Yeah. And um, so as you probably know, so Hugh Hefner just passed away yeah. yesterday. <laughs> and there's a lot of, I mean, there's, I see a lot of people commenting on it and mainly positive things and also a lot of people happy about it. And I'm just curious, um, just what your thoughts are just on, you know, what he's brought yesterday. I saw some video and like the quote was like him talking and he's like, even nice girls want like to have sex, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And I just thought that was so interesting. Cause it's true. Like we're, like you said, we're all sexual, mm -hmm. we're all spiritual. And I think, it's just such a taboo to talk about and it's not as much anymore. So yeah. it's so great. Like we're going down the right path, yeah. obviously, but I think even to think about, or people don't really like to talk about their sexual experiences. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really interesting. So I want to hear just what your My thoughts, thoughts on, are on that. On Hugh Hefner. <laughs> yeah. On Hugh Hefner I, and just in general yeah. sexuality. And I think that everybody I mean, humans are complex, you know, so no matter who you are or what you create, there's going to be different perceptions for it. And you can be somebody who created this amazing platform and environment for sexuality to be expressed in a certain way. And whoever you are, how you look at that is going to reflect you, right? And and how you view sex. And I did see um, something, an article, I forget the, the author's name, but they wrote on how, how things go past the creator. So Hugh Hefner created something that went beyond him. And so there were so many other people involved and so many people that were a part of this world that he created, but was very far removed from him himself. Mm -hmm. 
Hugh Hefner himself, I mean, I've seen certain things from the women that lived at the house that seemed unhealthy mm-hmm. to me personally, mm-hmm. you know, and so I have some trepidation yeah. on praising him. him yeah. um, but it doesn't take away from the fact that he created uh, an environment for people who can look at sexuality or wanted this platform to to look at their sexuality in a really positive light light and have it be that a positive affirmation for them. Um, but with anything, there's always a dark and a light side and things are complex. So depending on what angle you take, yeah. you know, <laughs> no, I totally agree. And that's how I found myself feeling yesterday yeah. because I, especially like as a, you know, he was an editor as he owned right. a magazine. Right? right. So I was looking and thinking about how incredible the platform he created was and but then at the same time had so many thoughts about his personal maybe actions and yeah but again like you said like we all have a shadow and there's like every everything just teaches us something about ourselves Mm -hmm. I think so it's all a reflection of our thoughts inside too exactly definitely so you know all the judgments we have it's like oh what is that bringing up within me Yeah. And, um, sometimes it's not that black and white, but it really, it's a great way to think about and go tune in and see what's going on. And that is what I, what I feel is something with chakras too, Mm -hmm. how you see this object, you know, that has this idea about sexuality, masturbation, self-love crystals, spirit, you know, spiritual components to it, how you view it. Cause I've gotten a few, um, some friends, you know, and when I was first starting would be like, what the hell are you doing? This is insane. Like this, a friend of mine, he was like, yeah, I'm sure if I jerk off like every night and like, I'll have a spiritual experience, you know, like just like saying like these things (laughs) and like, you know, so I, it definitely is a reflection of, of how, what your relationship to sexuality is yeah. your relationship to your chakra really becomes a reflection of the relationship that you have with yourself and your sexuality mm-hmm. and your spiritual practices, you know? So, and if you give it that attention too, like if you give it that purpose in your life, it'll show that even more. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's so funny. It's <laughs> good to, it's really interesting when you start something and just the commentary and, you know, for yeah. everyone gives you <laughs> and just to remember to like keep going and definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And surround yourself with people who are also go-getters and mm-hmm. dreamers and have imagination because some people that, you know, it's self-deprecating to, to tell somebody that their idea can't work or think of the issues of your idea. Yeah. It's like when I'm talking about an idea with a friend, if they come to me with an idea, no matter how insane of an idea it is, I am with you trying to figure it out Mm -hmm. and talking about, okay, well, how can we make this work? And it's like for people, you know, they're like, you know, I remember my friends being like, aren't crystals jagged? Like, aren't crystals cold? Aren't crystals like, how would you, you know, and like thinking all this stuff is like, just tune, tune yeah. it out. Don't listen to that. No. Everything is possible. You just have to figure it out. Yeah. I love that you said imagination and figuring it out together. Mm-hmm. Those are two really big ones for sure. Instead of, yeah, it's just questioning together instead of 
like you said, just yeah. uh, isn't it this way yeah. instead of let's figure out a way. Yeah. yeah. Like that is so important. Mm-hmm. It's like help your friends mm-hmm. be excited. And if it's just in an idea phase, that idea phase is so fun. Who cares if it's not ever going to happen? Yeah. Just talk with your friend about it and yeah. dream. And like, it's that's an so exercise fun. for your mind. And yeah. so it's like, there's nothing wrong with Aww. taking an idea that's so completely out there and trying to make it work. Yeah, no, I love it. And actually that brings me to ask about your shadow line that mm-hmm. you launched. When did you launch that? Oh my God. It's been, I guess, almost a year now. Is that true? I think that's so. So, okay. Yeah. You started Chakrabs in 20. 20- I came up with a concept for Chakrabs in 2011. Yeah. Didn't officially make a company in, uh, until 2012. Wow. So okay. then the shadow line, I guess, was made. Yeah. 2016, it came out. So, so great. Yeah. And how's it doing? <laughs> Good. You know, for me, it was very much so an art project. Mm-hmm. Um, all my products are actually copyrighted as sculpture. So I do consider them art. And the shadow line, um, ever since I started on my personal journey with chakras, I felt within, you know, to bring it back, I felt this darkness or uh, negative feeling in me that I didn't see as negative um, or dark, really. I saw it as just a part of me. And Mm -hmm. even talking about branding, I knew that doing this whole thing, uh, talking about spirituality, uh, it's very easy to get lost in the idea of the fashion of spirituality, which Mm -hmm. I never wanted to just feed into. I mean, it's so freaking easy to like, just, I know what would sell even more probably considering (laughs) like, you know, the fashion of spirituality, but that's not what it's about to me. It's about being authentic. Mm -hmm. So the shadow line since I started chakras and working with the obsidian chakra, which I call the Zaga chakra myself, yeah, really understanding the shadow parts of who I am, I knew that I needed to put out a line of products that would reveal the sacred energy of these yang fetishes you know Mm -hmm. or like the yeah the dark the darkness and to um basically make the statement that anything is spiritual if you give it the attention that it is anything is sacred once you give it that honor yeah and so for me yeah making objects that are you know for anal play or choking or gag balls you know or whatever it is um you know was important because it's okay. It's, yeah. It's cool. It doesn't make it any less, less than, you know, it's not about being righteous on this spirituality path and, totally. Oh, I'm going to ohm and, you know, I'm mm-hmm. going to like, like this incense. Like, no, if you feel like yourself watching, you know, porn or like, you know, dressing, you know, in latex or whatever it is <laughs> that has these taboos yeah. even more so than just masturbation yeah, yeah. in itself do that. Mm-hmm. That is you. And that is right. That's total. That's exactly what we think at the yeah. fullest. That's definitely it's wellness isn't everything that you do. So it's just putting the intention yes. on whatever you're doing and thinking about it. And if that's what you want to do and, and you're being conscious about mm-hmm. it, then that's, you know, exactly. You yeah. can have a spiritual experience anytime. What, at any Yeah. Anytime. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just about being open to it. Yeah. (laughs) I love that. 
I'm so glad that you're doing this work. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, you're doing such cool stuff. Like you're doing is, are you, do you have chakras at a museum right now? Yeah. Um, or museum of sex. We're in the museum of sex and yeah. we're also at the hammer museum. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I think I saw that too. And I feel like I'm actually forgetting something, but is there something in Berlin? I was doing, Ooh, well, I was doing something with a art collective, um, in Berlin, but it's, it's taking some time. So yeah. Yeah. There's honestly so much going on that it's That's hard for me so to. Cool. <laughs> no, I love that. Yeah. It really is just so beautiful and a piece of art. And I love that you can use that and, um, with your relationship with yourself or with other people yeah. or another person. Yeah. I think that's so great. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah. And I'm also coming out with a new line um, soon called the forest line, which cool. is going to involve wood. And, <gasps> yeah. Like petrified wood? Yeah. No way. Yeah, I'm trying. That's me. so cool. Um, and I'm also writing a book that's going to be published next summer. That's great. So, yeah, lots going on. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask, like, what else is in store? Yeah. Yeah, the book has been taking a lot of my attention, and it's what scary is it? and it's good, but, yeah. Yeah, so what are you discussing in the book? Like, what's the concept? So it's basically the... A lot of the uh, philosophies that I've come to uh, since starting chakras, but it's using the chakra system as a map to self-discovery. So that's discovery of your own pleasure and using crystals as a foundation to ignite that. Wow. Yeah. I want to read that right now. <laughs> I need a copy of the manuscript. I'll, I'll send you a copy when, yeah. it's, when it's ready. That's awesome. <laughs> Oh, well, thank you so much for coming and yeah. chatting with me. And thank you so much. It's for so nice me. to meet you. Finally, you I love what you're doing. And I, I'm so um, honored that we can sell your products in our store and online. Yeah, I'm so happy. So. And it's beautiful, everything thank that you're you. doing. So I'm really honored to be a part of it as well. And thank you so much for the matcha. Yeah, too. Of course. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. <Aww. laughs>